your nomination packet, go to elections.pacifica.org. Nominations close on June 30th at 9 p.m. We are having several meet and greets on June the 22nd, 24th, and 27th at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. here at KPFA. For more information, call 510-848-6767, extension 605. Sign up now. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA and 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, 97.5 K248BR in Santa Cruz, and online at kpfa.org. The time is 3 p.m. Stay tuned next for Cover to Cover with Jennifer Stone. Happy ending, nice and tidy, it's a rule I learned in school, get your money every Friday, happy endings are the rule, so divide up in darkness from the ones who walk in light light them up boys there's your picture drop the shadows out of This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Today is June the 28th, 2016. It's hell or high water. Take your pick. The floods in West Virginia are almost as cruel as the man-made disasters. Oh, you can't blame uh, Mother Nature for gun violence. Or, well, I thought about that about four o'clock this morning and I thought maybe it could be human nature is to blame. I just heard the last show saying that there's a new theory of consciousness. Yes, science is always making wonderful, wonderful discoveries. Anyway, uh, let us hope that, uh, the human brain is malleable, that the cerebral cortex can grow up, evolve. Anyway, uh, I think maybe human nature is involved. Uh, human pathology, anyway. Something about, uh, something about the old brain or testosterone. Oh, that stuff. That's all too easy. I just keep hearing that song, you know, the one uh, the one that rapidly lists all the causes of the violence. You know, maybe it's the parents, maybe it's the games, maybe it's the videos, maybe it's the documents, on and on and on. And that one ends. But I know one thing. I'd take away the guns. Seems to me I remember doing that when I was very young out in Arizona, taking the guns away. Must have been out of my mind. Anyway, these crimes of the individual young white males, uh, I think that they're kind of like, I don't want to call them pimples, they're fallout. It's uh, our death culture creates these boils on the body politic, these little 
uh, eruptions of toxins uh, poisoning the soul of society. They they stain the scene. You know, it's the belligerent blood of hatred. I think we need some soul plasma. That's my image. Yes, soul plasma. Store up some essential humane qualities and pass those out, you know. They're the qualities that have created today's progressive movement. It's out there. It's growing. Bernie Sanders has shown us it not only exists, but if or when it reaches critical mass, then only then Ah, will the lights go on again all over the world? You remember that World War II song, The White Cliffs of Dover, yes. Something over the White Cliffs of Dover, the British saw peace. That's what I think it was about, the end of World War II. I'm old enough to have emotional memories of that time, uh, of our connection with England during the years of fascism in Europe. Ah, uh, uh-huh. uh, dear me. The evidence is that the right-wing maniacs may be loose again. Feels so sad. I got a uh, piece here from a friend. I asked her to bring me the... Uh, <laughs> Ah, the word on Queen Elizabeth II and what she thinks about what's going down here. It's pretty funny. Uh, I'm sure she's not laughing. The uh, feedback is that she's mortified. Uh, she could just possibly be the last British monarch. She's too smart not to know she's the longest reigning British monarch in history. My God, 64 years. Longer than Queen Victoria. <laughs> anyway, Prince Charles and then Prince William. Oh, he's a duke now. Duke, yes, okay. Two males. Oh, dear. Did they have, did William and Kate have a girl? You, you can, you can become queen even if you got an older brother now. I like that. Anyway, uh, this little note here shows the Queen waving to the crowds at a Liverpool town hall on 22 June. That's before the event. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. Uh, I don't know whether she's done anything. She's trying to say the right thing, of course. She is required uh, constitutionally uh, not to make any uh Political statements. You know, she can't vote. Uh, that makes sense. Certainly, you're going to be a monarch. You can't be a Democrat. Anyway, uh, okay, so much for democracy, actually. It doesn't seem to have been a very good idea in this case. Do you remember Churchill said that democracy works, but not before we've tried everything else? Uh, the Queen was uh, 90 recently. There was a 90th birthday party at St. Paul's. Uh, and the thing is, according to this, uh, uh, according to this website, uh, the young people are actually very enthusiastic about the Queen. She does walkabouts, you know, walkabouts. She does uh, these little tricks 
And she has small lunches with broad cross-section of society. She's trying to, you know, reform the royal household. Uh, let's see. Informal. Uh, might drop video with Prince Harry. Right. Okay. I guess she's trying to be cool. And, of course, she is part of a thousand-year-old institution. And, uh... I guess she's asking herself uh, if things are going to fall apart. Uh, it's a very famous poem. I'll bring it next time. Yes, Scotland and Northern Ireland might pull away and leave an English-Welsh rump to fend for itself. Economy plunges into long recession. Uh, okay, I guess we have to wait and see. Seems to me like they're trying to take it all back. Now, you know, it's like a divorce. You have to wait for the final papers. They may be able to stall some of these things. Uh, anyway, the Queen isn't about to start interfering or making a mess at this point. Uh, there have been some witty remarks about whether she might send Prime Minister David Cameron. Uh, he's uh, leaving Prime Minister David Cameron, yes, and Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn. They might go to the Tower. Yes, the Tower of London. I don't like to think of their heads stuck up on the Tower, but anyway, um, her predecessors were not so, so squeamish. Uh, okay, I guess, uh, those, those, but labor leaders, they, they, they thought the referendum was a sure thing, and now it's a debacle. Uh, 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 and David Cameron called worst PM since Neville Chamberlain. That's an insult to Chamberlain, says here. Ha, uh, ha. Uh. Okay. Actually, this website is sympathetic uh, to the Queen. Well, it's her website. Yes, you can, uh, you can look it up if you'd like to. <laughs> if you like to check these things out, uh, uh, let's see. The Royal Family at Royal Family. There we go. Um, uh, check it out. I, I don't know whether, um, it's, it's okay to make fun of the Queen. I think she's used to it, but, uh, I do wish there was some way, uh, well, celebrity is is useful these days. Uh, I just think that maybe, uh, maybe it is time for her to use her. Is it a bully pulpit? Uh, no. Take her traditional role and go right to the wire and say, pull yourself together, boys, and fix this mess. Uh, who knows? I don't know. It's none of my business. Uh, I do remember identifying with the Brits in World War II. I'm very old. Uh, I think that the frightening thing for me is to see the, the, uh, oh God, I guess we call them fascists, you know, the, the rise of these right wing nuts and, uh, you know, it's just, you know, the man who murdered Jill Cox, the, Labor MP, the, I guess, I think it's a symptom of this strain or this, um, poisonous hate, uh, 
Now, that man knew who he was killing, <laughs> unlike the the uh, loose cannons, the boys in our country. Uh, he didn't kill himself. He went to court, called the woman, called Jill Cox, the labor MP, a uh, traitor or something. I don't know. He yelled a lot of stuff about saving Britain and treason and so forth. He's obviously... Uh, Ah, Matt is a header. Uh, It's so, so sad. He's 52 years old. He's not a, uh, he's not the sort of guy we're used to here. He's, uh, he's an old-fashioned killer. He's actually uh, targeted someone. Uh, I think that uh, Jill Cox is, well, there have been several Several British women who were tragic uh, martyrs. Jill Cox was the mother of two young children. See, she's 42. Uh, I can't think of anything sadder. Um, We've had a few. uh, Yes, we've had a congresswoman. uh, Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, that young man in Orlando... uh, that has to be the most bizarre, never mind, I'm trying to study his father last night. Seemed to me the father might be, oh well, once again, looking for someone to blame. Uh, his father was hung up on Afghanistan. Uh, he seems to be uh, the victim of some kind of uh, weird, weird, um, is that fantasy? Yes, the father has a fantasy. You know that he's he's responsible for the fate of his country, Afghanistan. Uh, the worst thing I've seen this week. I don't like to mention it because so depressing. Uh, it's hard to know whether this stuff is worse for people like me who remember the fascism of the middle of the twentieth century, or if it's awful for young people who you know for whom it's a surprise. Anyway, all these rashes and boils around the globe, all these explosions of hate. The one that upset me the most is uh, about Russia. It's called hunting, right? That's what it is. I hunt note here about these little uh, Bambi Nazis, whatever. Uh, It's like the propaganda of Joseph Goebbels. Uh, uh They call the gays uh, filth, unclean animals and so on, that kind of thing. Uh, it's a little bit like uh, something to do with the the uh, father of the kid in Orlando. Never mind it. All the dots connect, you know. Apparently, these young Russians, uh, they assume that all gays are pedophiles. They make no distinction. They use words as weapons. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I keep thinking that hopeful progressives will find some new language, you know, new consciousness, right? Some way to respond to this madness. I think that we have to become literate in images, pictures. It's a day for pictures. Uh, I think, uh, I just don't know. The It's hard to really say that this, uh, this thing in the UK, you know, uh, the people who voted to remain uh, within the EU seem to me to be the sensible ones. Uh, I think that the uh, people who crusaded to reject the EU, I don't mean that they're 
<laughs> Nazis. No, 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 no. But, well, obviously they have buyer's remorse. That's the phrase that's being kicked around. Uh, and, of course, the consequences are serious shock, and they seem to want to take it back, uh, say it was all a mistake, and that in this time democracy failed, right? Uh, the city of London, you know, voted to stay within the EU. They didn't want to be retro, I guess. Uh, but London, the urban city, is surrounded by all those people who want to be isolated. Are they isolationists? I guess. Again, the words um, isolationists in the 1940s, that was something different. That meant that we wanted to put our heads in the sand and not face uh, Hitler and fascism. Uh, apparently, these people want to stop immigration. They feel that uh, their country is being taken over, taken away from them. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Uh I guess the vote was aimed at punishing the elites. That is one of the, one of the rumors. Uh, yes, those bloody bankers, the rich. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Uh, I don't mind scapegoating the rich, but <laughs> the people who are taking the British jobs are the ones that there seems to be anger against now. The fact that they, they're doing no such thing. Uh, uh, they may be intruding on some British traditions. That might be all to the good. Anyway, all is the same old, same old, same old. Racism and prejudices and colorism, any ism. You know, this is such an old tactic. Divide and conquer and Machiavelli. Find yourself a scapegoat. Scapegoats. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I think they have to be... Those who are still vulnerable, those who can be attacked. Now, there's no pink triangles yet. If you're as old as I am, you will remember when Jews were forced to wear a Star of David and gays were identified with those pink triangles. Okay. Uh-huh. Gay culture has always been in danger. I spent... Uh, most of late last night watching the celluloid closet. Wonderful documentary about the history of gays in film. Get around to that very soon, maybe next week. Uh, there's always a war on women and gays. Um, just, you know, the costumes change, the styles change. Personally, I think we need an army. We <laughs> Women, yes, get a women's army. <laughs> the documentary that I started talking about I have a note here about it it's called Hunted The War on Gays in Russia gave me a terrible terrible headache uh, it's on demand you can look it up there are listings for the LGBT films this uh, this week uh, a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual film okay just look it up and uh, under documentaries, well, there are hundreds and hundreds of films, old and new, all the way back to the uh, the 40s and 50s. But uh, this one, and particularly frightening, because these are such young, young people, and I don't think this stuff is is uh, helpful for. Well, maybe high school students, I think, would be 
would be frightened by it. It's a very dark subject matter. No one wants to watch torture, humiliation, injustice, cruelty. Now, the shocking thing about uh, Russia's current war on gays is the barbaric police culture that seems to be aiding and abetting and encouraging these uh, bullies, these young people who harass and torment gays. Police don't investigate, don't intervene, <laughs> like Salvador, right? Perpetrators acting openly, they have this attitude that they're saving their country, doing the right thing. That phrase has taken on a whole new meaning for me. They're doing the right thing. Echo sounds familiar. There's a family man in the documentary. He calls himself a family man, and he says he got into uh, this movement, the harassment, uh, because he became a father. He has a website, and he's called Parents for Russia. That's his gang. And uh, it's very public, you know, he recruits others. And uh, reminds me of Operation Rescue. They go out and find the gay persons, and uh, then they torment them. Uh, again, as I said, they equate gays with pedophiles, and they uh, say they're going to drive all the gays out of these schools. There was a red-headed woman that stays in my mind. I, I don't want to watch it again, but she seemed to me to be particularly horrible, uh, horrible creature, uh, sticks to the roof of my soul. So ugly. The whole gang was having so much fun. She's leading them, yes. <laughs> Big Mama, it's a party. They strip these men and pour urine over their heads and so on and so on. Uh, uh, used to be, we call that initiations, but I, I think this is a little more, a little more vicious. At some point, the young people yell, no cameras, and the filmmakers uh, are pushed away. Uh, all this humiliation and beating. Um, we see a young man. He's been blinded in one eye. He was beaten in a raid on a discreet private party, it is said. Uh, apparently, Russia has passed new laws forbidding gay pornography, and that law is used to, uh, well, to stop all the protests. You can't even write gay on a sign. You can use a single picket, that is, an individual, one person. But then harassment uh, follows quickly, and the cops just ignore it, and so on and so on. Uh, anyway, at one point in the documentary, we see the uh, uh, the kids, well, they, they send in a bomb scare, and that empties a uh, theater where there's a gay film festival going on uh, as the people were entering the theater earlier, these little sadists hand out <clears throat> pretty little bags, small bags, as presents, saying that the bags are from the organizers of the festival. The bags contain rope and soap with a note saying, kill yourself and wash our country clean, that kind of, that kind of thing. Hmm. I think of the little slivers of soap that were collected in the gas chambers, uh, they weren't soap. They were stones, little bits of stone. They were given to the people who were 
put in the gas chambers and told that it was to wash themselves. Never mind. This documentary is only 48 minutes. Uh, and as I said, uh, it's hard to watch. I don't think children should see it, but somebody has to know this stuff. What stays with me is just how much fun these sadistic little creeps were having. I mean, they're not getting paid for it. So often, you know, torturers are well paid. <laughs> you know, paycheck, you know, that's okay. Just doing your job. Now, these young thugs are just on what they call hunting trips. They call it safari, going on safari. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> we have to jump into the hopeful, the hopeful uh perspectives, right. Uh, I cringe, though, as the film, the documentary was ending, we see uh, lesbian mothers. They are terrified. Uh, there is hope because uh, one law, proposed law, has been tabled. It's the law that would take away their biological children. We see a seven-year-old boy. Uh, the mothers, of course, say they will fight to the death and so on. Uh, Another woman in the documentary, a straight woman, child care worker, uh, she's working for gay rights and she's under serious threat of violence. And, of course, uh, she's worried about her job. The job uh, involves care of children, so it's assumed that she's encouraging pedophiles. Uh, anyway, the plan, of course, is to drive all the teachers from the schools and so on, the way women were... Uh, thrown out of the schools at the end of the Weimar Republic. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, God, you watch this stuff, and I think to myself, I think, oh, their ignorance almost subdues my patience. The fool, what a fool some of us are. <laughs> we think that uh, people will stop doing things because they're mean and nasty, right? Uh, anyway, as I was saying before, I was watching the celluloid closet this morning to cheer myself up because it has Lily Tomlin and Whoopi Goldberg and Tony Curtis. Uh, <laughs> and they show us how movies have tried to guide us. Uh, gee, Hollywood is so progressive. Uh, Lily Tomlin is in a new show called Grace and Frankie. Uh, she and Jane Fonda are married to Martin Sheen and Tom Watterson, and they're heterosexual couples, but they discover that they are uh, gay. So, <laughs> so yes, Grace and Frankie, uh, what is that, uh, evolve in their 70s. I think of that Fellini character back in the 1950s. Oh, yes, they're all dancing on the beach, and the Fellini character says... By 1965, we'll all be gay. Anyway, we must take comfort. Pope Francis says the church should apologize to the gay community. He even said Martin Luther King wasn't wrong. He was just a reformer. <laughs> you know what that, you know what that movement led to. Uh, anyway, uh, Pope Francis also says that, uh, 
we should apologize to the victims of abuse from priests in the church. Yes, some of them still there. I hope he finds ways to put his beliefs into policy. I just wait for the day when women are a large part of the church, uh, the hierarchy. Or no. I can see it all in my fantasy. A woman president and uh, yes, all of the girls dancing in Washington. Uh, oh, as the old socialist and Gloria Steinem tells us, the test of social progress is always visible in the lives of women and girls. Wise men know all about this. Your mama knows this. Anyway, next week, let's go for portraits of wise women. Check out uh, Outlander, my favorite TV series. Till next week, this has been Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Go easy, and if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. Is making a difference important to you? Is charitable giving one of your core values? Like many people, you'd like to know that the causes and organizations you care about today will continue to thrive in the future. In addition to supporting the work of KPFA through cash donations, consider making a planned gift. It's easy and provides tax benefits as well. Simply put, planned giving is the transfer of assets to a designated nonprofit organization during your lifetime or as part of an estate plan. You can gift KPFA in your will or trust with stocks, real estate, or any amount of money. In return, you'll receive a generous tax benefit. For more information on planned giving, consult your financial or estate planner and our website at kpfa.org. Thank you.